Hey y'all, Kim Gravel here, and I am excited because today I'm going to share with you one of my favorite all-time episodes, Hannah Dasher. She is a country music singer-songwriter and a powerhouse on the rise, and she is hilarious. She can cook y'all, and she's a Georgia peach. So sit back and enjoy this repeat of Hannah Dasher. LOL with Kim Gravel. All right. Hello, everybody. Hey, Kim. So excited. Hey, Zach. You know, every time I say I'm so excited about this, but you've got to help me as my producer to quit saying I'm so excited. You're always excited. What do you want me to say? <laughs> like, give me another, like, adjective to talk about how I feel about the podcast. Give me one right now. Go. Happy. Really? That's so boring. I'm just ecstatic. Oh, I'll take it. I'm ecstatic about today's show. You want to know why? Why is that, Kim? Have you ever heard of the country music star Hannah Dasher? I mean, she is Dolly Parton meets Waylon Jennings. I don't know who any of those people... No, I know who Dolly Parton is. I know who Dolly Come Parton on. is. If you don't know who Dolly Parton is, I'm just going to have to go click, bye. I've been to Dollywood, all right? <gasps> I love it, honey. I love me some uh, uh, fried fritters and I love some candied apples, honey. I love me some Dollywood. Well, if you love Dolly, you're going to love Hannah because she is just that amazing singer-songwriter. She's got the body. I'm going to let you just <laughs> Google it, see what you mean by that. But she is so accomplished. She's a singer-songwriter. She writes her own stuff. She's a Georgia Pete. She's from Savannah, Georgia. I'm so thrilled that she agreed to come on the show because you're going to learn so much about her. Also, on this show, you've got a little Zach attack. And I'm, I'm always scared. I do, and I'm not going to tell you anything more about it because you don't get to know what the Zach attacks are before they happen, Kim. You know what I think about you, Zach? I think you're enjoying the Zach attack a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I am too. Honestly, I am ecstatic yeah. about the Zach attack today. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to say this about you. I'm a little scared. I'm a little scared of you because you're getting too excited about the Zach attacks, but I can't wait to see what you got planned for us there. And then I want to talk about like purpose. And I, I truly know and believe, because I've lived it out of my own personal life, that when you, you, you're not here by accident and you're here for a reason. And I think those two things, when people really grasp what that is, um, I call it a calling. Some people call it purpose, um, a reason for being. When you figure what that, when you figure out what that is, it truly changes your life and makes you ecstatic. <laughs> See? See how I did that? Yeah, I did that loop around. You brought okay. it full circle, right. Kim. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's look, mm -hmm. that's why they pay you the big bucks. That's it. Yep. That's why you're working with me right now. That's it. All right, Kim. All right, wait, wait. But I, I actually I really want to share something with you. So I kind of grew up with country music in my blood a little bit. Bull. Yeah, see, you're saying bull, but wait, listen to this. She says she's rude. Okay, explain to me what, what this is. That is a song that was written by my father called Texas Crude. My father, who has maybe never been to Texas, by the way. <laughs> okay, ho, 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 hold up now. So you're from, you're from the North. Your father and y'all are Jewish. Yep, <laughs> yep. And your dad's writing country music. He's a country music fan. He loves country music. I don't know. Okay, so 
when we were growing, when I was growing up, when I was growing up, we actually he won a songwriting contest and we got to go to Disneyland because we like flew to L.A. so he could like win this award. And yeah, it was like really cool. And that was it. That was sort of the height of his songwriting career, unfortunately. So if any record executives are out there listening to this podcast right now, (laughs) Ross Miller is ready to write songs for your country stars. And now, get this, Kim, now he is a professional psychic. (laughs) Come on, guys! We have to have him on the show! We have to have your dad. I want him to give me a read and then a good country tune to back it up. Um, but you know, can I say something that that makes complete sense to me, babe? Absolutely complete sense to me because a good country song will tell you where you've been, will have a little bit of your past, and tell you where you're going, honey. So that makes complete sense that your dad would be a psychic and a country music songwriter. That cracked my tail up. I knew I loved you for a reason. <laughs> I think the next reality show you should pitch. Is your dad, as a country music songwriter, psychic? That is a show. B- drop the mic. That is a show. The country music psychic. I love, I like, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's like a puzzle where all the pieces are missing. Well, I'll take it any day. I'm already a fan. LOL, Kim Gravel. LOL, Kim Gravel, yeah. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. Okay, y'all. I just got to tell you right now, I'm so excited. Zach, do you hear this? I do. Country music is everything. This this guest, that is, you heard her sweet, amazing voice. You know what I call her, Zach? What? I call her Dolly Parton's second cousin once removed <laughs> for many reasons. If y'all could see her, you'd know one of the reasons right up front. Hannah, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Hey. Hey, hey, thank you, Kim. Thank you, Zach, for having me. Good luck. Can I brag on I'm not, you? I'm not kidding to Dolly, but uh, I'll take some of her money and her wardrobe from 1977 you know, to 82. Sweetie, you got the hair, you got the rack, you got the smile, and you Ooh, have the personality. <laughs> That's like the trifecta right there. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You're the queen. No, honey, let me just, t- can I brag on you for a minute? Let me just, oh. can I fangirl and brag on a Please. sister? Okay, so oh, this, you're that. talking to two Georgia peaches, Zach. I mean, we're both from Georgia. Hannah, you've got this amazing tick. Stand by your pants. Sing, sing it for me real quick. Stand by your pants. 
Okay. Done. Drop the mic. The woman could cook, sing, write. She is a Nashville rising star, but you've been in Nashville forever, Hannah. How long have you uh, been writing and performing? 11 years, girl. 11 years. So you're an overnight success. (laughs) Right. Right. Laura, I had to pull my head out of my butt. (laughs) Right. I had the stand by your pan idea kind of tucked away. In my brilliant, in the back of my mind, I think mother had the brilliant idea. She had like just said it as a joke years and years and years ago. But I immediately went to my attorney's office and I said, "Hey, let's trademark this right now. (laughs) Stand by your pan because I I thought that it could be like a late night comedy infused cooking show with musical guests like Jimmy Fallon meets Paula Deen. Amen. And And I just locked that away because. I, I would like to be bigger than the country music genre one day. I would love to be in Hollywood. I'd love to do TV. It's all, oh, I mean, you're made I for it. All, obviously. Made oh, for it. I appreciate that. But quarantine presented me with the opportunity since we're not touring to let's ham up this new little platform called TikTok and see if I can figure out how to use that. And so I just thought it'd be a great excuse to start showcasing my stand by your pen. And, and it just kind of evolved and it started taking off. And uh, I didn't plan for it to to do as well as it did, but I'm so thankful that it did because it's given me a whole new audience, a whole new outreach and people that don't like country music anymore that are now saying, Oh my God, I'm, I'm listening to country music again because of you. Or, oh. I, I don't like, I don't listen to country radio, but I li- I love you. And so I just think it's a whole new, a whole new thing. Well, I made you Coca-Cola cake. Did you girl? I, I did, honey. It was because it was a little different than my mama's Coca-Cola cake. And it was good, girl. We're going to have to get that recipe out to everybody. Oh, so you are so sweet. I stand love by it. your pen. Y'all go follow that. Okay, so let's talk about being Georgia girls because you're born and raised yes. in Georgia. Or are you Savannah. from Savannah? Born in Savannah, raised in a little town called Springfield, Georgia. Oh, yum. Effingham County. Yes, girl. And you're mm-hmm. a winder. So are you born and raised well, in Well, I was, I was born in Lilburn, Georgia, right in Metro Atlanta. Lilburn, so. my lord. Y'all, uh, my fans We're probably are listening. Kin. We're to this, you are you are listening to the youngest Miss Georgia. Oh God, today, right? One of them, honey. One of them, you know, back in Ms. the 1920s, they she were is young. Miss Georgia pageant, which is a really big deal. We're like preliminary, you know, honey. I don't, you I don't know. know much about pageants, but well, there was like famous. listen. There's a herd of girls in these southern pageants. You know how to and and same in country that, music. You do pageants too. Uh, no, I don't. I do not do pageants. I mean, although I feel Thank like you in the, the Thank swimsuit uh, <laughs> event, I would. Zach, if you're not wearing a bra, I can tell you right now, you would not be good in swimsuit. You have nothing to tape up. Anyway, <laughs> so Hannah, tell me how it's like being a female in country music. And don't sugarcoat it. Let us know hardcore. Because being a woman, period, in any kind of like male-dominated industry, and I'm not down in males because you know I got three of them at home. I love them. Yes. They high maintenance, they hard work, but they ours. You know what I mean? Yes. I so love how, that. what is it like men. being, you know, a female in a in a very do- male dominated role? Because you're writing, you're performing, you're publishing, you're doing it all. You're not just the face. You you're the guts of it too. What's that like? For my personal experience, yep. men are a lot nicer and a lot easier to work with. <laughs> okay. Okay. I will okay. say that. And I love it. And I've I've never seen myself as one of the girls. I, I embrace my I embrace my curves. I embrace Your femininity, my femininity yes. if you will. But I don't write songs about lipstick and hairspray and high heel shoes. That's never turned me on. Nothing against artists Nothing that me. do. Right. You know, I don't cry and talk about mama a lot. That's just that's not me. Like I just I like to I like to embrace men. I like to. Uh, I don't know, write stuff that you're going to put on your workout list or that's going to, that you're going to want to hear a live show that's going to keep your head bobbing. And so that's kind of been my thing, but, uh, which has, I I think set me apart a little bit from the women, but I'm traditionally, arguably I'm country. 
And I had to kind of wait my turn here in town for things to kind of open up. But in the meantime, I've had a lot of publishers that have approached me over the years. Hey, you know, we've got this artist on this label, this artist on this label, and she really wants some Hannah Dasher songs. Can you write with her? Can you write Mm. with her? And I've I've done that a lot, but without going into all the intricacies, I think you can understand how how competitive it gets because, you know, like they, they, uh, they may take a song that, that, like like I brought in a verse and a chorus and they may build this artist's career off of that verse and that chorus. And, and uh, I mean, things like that happened and have, but I just think, I think where there's well, a Well, how do you feel about think, that? Like, what, what is your advice to somebody that's going through that? Is that, that just part of paying the dues or is that just protect what's yours? I mean, I, I, cause I can totally relate to what you're saying. I think you can be, you can be kind and you can collaborate with whomever you want to, but you've got to protect your artistry. That's it. And that's it. And sometimes you have to say no to do that. And it doesn't mean that you can be mean, but I totally understand now why my first publisher, Daniel Lee, I love him. He's great. He got Carly Pierce off the, you know, out and going. Charts, and I just yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, but he was very protective of me. And uh, I mean, like writing with Angelina Presley, Pistolanis, that's one thing that's great. But writing with like a, you know, like a lot of people have been careful to keep Ashley McBride and I separate, although she and I have written together and we're buddies and I think she's awesome. And I, she's one of the few voices that I can listen to on repeat. Like, mm-hmm. I just think she's great. But I just think that if, if you're if you're pursuing this and there's something that you do that is really unique and it's uniquely yours, I think you should totally don't give away your groceries for free. Mm. Oh, that's hashtagable. Did y'all hear that? Say it again, Hannah. B- a bit I louder. said, don't give don't give away your groceries for free. I agree. My, you don't have my Vidalia girls. It was called. Made so good. I thought <laughs> I, I had to call me silent. Too. I, I want to be on that text chain. But, but being a woman in the industry, um, you know, but because it was so male driven, it. it I think it it really made me the artist that I am today, or that or that I that I that I want to be. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I was like ten or eleven years ago. People didn't wear a lot of band t shirts and vintage band shirts, so I made my own shirts to start mm. conversations with people, just to kind of to speak for me before I before I spoke for myself, like a Conway Twitty, a "Hello, darling, I just love to lay you down." Like I made all these fun shirts that or shirts with Earl Thomas Conley on them, or some shirts that said Bo Cephas, just so that the boys I was walking into the writing room with knew that I wasn't Took you seriously, right? Yes. You know, I think that's important, but that's why I relate to your music, just full disclosure. I've always been a strong, empowered, loud woman, and I've dealt with a lot of things, you know, I've I've dealt with a lot of things that you're you're talking about here, and I remember my daddy, you know, because he had two girls, and he would raise us, don't let a man take care of you, don't let one run over you. That's you know, right. I love you that. drive the bus. You drive the bus when it comes to your stuff. And that has been a fight. But I think that's a good piece of advice for all anybody in business and any kind of business atmosphere, but especially women. Well, I just I, I think we can we can embrace one another, support one another. But uh, I just think we have to be smart. And yep. and I accept the challenge. I love that it's a man's world. I mean, that's why we have Ariva McIntyre's because she dominated. Hey. You know, she she wanted to be one of the boys, too. And she dominated. And. And Patsy Klein wanted to be Hank Williams. And I want to be Hank Jr. So, I mean, I get it. <laughs> there you go. Well, I think you're well on your way. Okay. What is your favorite thing about being a cre- doing what you love as your job? So many people look at you and say, oh, my gosh, I wish I could do that. What, what piece of advice would you give them? And what does that feel like that you're able to support yourself doing what you love? Isn't that the American dream? Isn't that the dream we're oh, all looking for? It is. It is. I, I have... Uh, taken for granted mm-hmm. that I've always known what I've wanted to do. Yeah. 
and not everybody's born with that little seed planted inside of them. But I've just always known that God made me a little different from everybody, uh, that I was that nerdy little kid that you knew who Keith Stegall was. And (laughs) and when when I say different, I don't mean that in a cocky way. I mean that I was just, I was different. Yeah. And uh, like Mr. Misunderstood in the Eric Church song. Yeah. And, and I think that any creative person or whatever, whatever your gift is, I I think uh, if you're really in touch with yourself, you can recognize wherever your strengths are. And I think you embrace those strengths and, and your passions and uh, listen to the people around you. If, and, and keep honest people around you mm. so that, that they don't sugarcoat it because, you know, we, we got, we got a lot of average. We don't need any half-ass. We know we, we really want to, you know, if like people to be their unique selves. I'm not going to pursue the NBA or any, or I'm not going <laughs> to audition to be in the Olympics because I, as badly as I want to shoot a hole in one or whatever. It's like, I mean, that's, that's not my strengths, but I'm aware of my weaknesses and I'm aware right. of my strengths. And when, and I just, I, I was active in 4-H and my parents put me out there to, to sing in churches all over. And I just started doing things. And I realized that this was my calling. Mm. And, uh, and so I just tried to surround myself with people that were honest to me and uh, did everything that I could do until I could afford to do it full time. And uh, I just think that's, I think that's, that's my advice, but I'm so thankful. I, I live near the Bass Pro Shops where I used to work. <laughs> Well, I, oh, I read about that. You got to tell this story, girl. Go on girl, and just I, tell this. I still have my tracker boat shirt hanging up in the closet, girl. Yes, I do, just so I could see it, girl and boys. But, but uh, if those of you who are listening to me for the first time, I uh, when I moved to Nashville 11 years ago, I sold Mercury outboard motors and bass boats at Bass Pro Shops, <laughs> and it was right there facing the Opry. I didn't know a damn soul in town, <laughs> as far as friendly radio. But I had two days off during the week to figure out what co-writing was, how to get a publishing deal, because that's like a record deal for songwriters, if you will, and then how to get a record deal. So, uh, yeah, and it was humbling to do that. Got fired for writing songs on the job. You got fired You got ideas. fired from Bass Pro Shop. Yes, girl, from Tracker Boats, Bass Pro. Uh, they don't like me to talk about it much, but that's the truth. I'm just pretty honest. So there's the truth. I love them, though. <laughs> support her so, next tour. Uh, support, oh, do it right now. Right. Support her next yeah. tour. But I mean, but but I, I kept that tracker shirt and I ride by and I and I get anytime I want to complain about yeah. my schedule being as busy and slammed as it is right now or me having 4000 comments to respond to on TikTok. I look at that shirt in there and I'm mm-hmm. grateful. I'm thankful yeah. to get less sleep than I used to. I'm thankful to to have the I don't know, just the ability to to bring joy to all these people. That, well, speaking of and, bringing and to, joy, and to lead them in a better place. Well, you do. You do that for me. I crank when I am. I've got uh, my SUV. I roll the windows down, put the top, do my sunroof Stronger. off, and I, I blast, blast. You are awesome. I gotta hang out with you. Do you drink wine, Zach? Do you drink wine? Too? No, I bet you'd be a bomb. I don't drink wine. Now, Zach can throw them back, but I can't. I drink enough wine for both of us. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you honey, don't need wine. Here you go. if you'll make me some of your mac and cheese, y'all can drink. I'll eat. We'll have a party. Please, Zach, bring a bucket of chicken. I'll bring it back. Oh, God. What the listeners don't know is that Hannah just pulled out like a very large uh, drink. (laughs) Tumbler. A tumbler. Oh, oh, there's ice water. I promise. I'm trying to take the waistline down. I'm not drinking much of this. It says the Cadillac (laughs) 3 on it. I love those rock and roll boys. They're great. Okay, so let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Are you married? No, I'm (gasps) single. Are you single and not dating? I'm not dating anyone right now. I'm I've okay. been so swamped with this release, and uh, I just, uh, I'm, I'm really trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm going through like an emotional and a spiritual reset for me okay. personally. I just, Ooh, do I tell. feel like, 
Well, I just, I feel like you, like, I don't need to date Mr. Right until I'm exactly who he's looking for. And I just, I just want to get my career into a place that uh, is on cruise control or that's, I don't know. I just, I just want to get a few more ducks in a row until I can devote that time and, and that commitment. Well, but I mean, if Matt McConaughey, I hope he doesn't go through a divorce. He's a lot older <laughs> than me for whatever reason. Oh, is, that mean, your celebrity crush? is that your celebrity crush, Matthew McConaughey? Yes. Oh, my gosh. And Rip. Oh, Rip. What's his face from Yellowstone? I mean, who didn't want Rip? Oh, I but haven't even watched married. Yellowstone. Should I Girl, watch Yellowstone? to watch it. Yes. Uh, Chuck. Uh, oh, my gosh. Kevin Costner looks like George Strait. Oh, oh honey, I love me some George Strait. See, I love Garth Brooks. I mean, all those 80s, 90s, all that, that was my heyday in country music. And I would, I, I'd play ACDC and then Alan Jackson and oh then a Reba McIntyre. I used to remember. Me, everybody. Oh, my God, those tours. I went on Reba's tour. You know, Did fancy. You? Oh, gosh, honey, I would sing fancy. I'd put on red lipstick and a high cut thing, thinking I was a high cut, uh, high dollar call <laughs> girl out there. <laughs> my mom's like, do you know what that song means? I said, I don't care. She's fancy and I like it. Yes, I almost sung that at Miss thing. America. You know what that means? You almost sung it at a Miss America pageant. I oh. did. And mom said, that's about a prostitute. I'm like, well, I probably would have won if I'd have sung oh. that. Show a little bit of leg. That Show room. a little bit of leg talking about laying down. Oh lay it down. Man, I'm so thankful to, like, aren't, aren't we blessed to have grown up with, I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. like they laid the the path. Groundwork. Like, okay, these, these are the shoes we've got to fill. And so I'm, I'm, I'm critical to a fault, a, Raised by Southerners who are highly opinionated, but I, <laughs> I, I, I hold We're a lot like New Yorkers. A, Southerners well, are so much go. like New Yorkers. I, I tell you all the time, like you go to New York and they're like down here, th- th- there's no sugar coating. It. All we do is just say y'all and bless your heart behind it. We're not that nice either. People think Southerners, we're just loud and proud. Bam, bam. bam That's bam. it. Well, I just think we all ought to hold ourselves to to the a standard of our heroes, not copy or mimic them, but, yes. you know, would... Would would he be? Would, would Waylon be proud of this song? Would oh. you know, would would Alan Jackson be proud of this? Or uh, it, if, if that makes sense? And, it totally uh, makes th- sense. It's really big shoes to fill, obviously. But I just I've, I've been waiting my turn uh, <laughs> because I just uh, I've always been a late bloomer, and I just um, if I could put out these overnight songs like pop, I love the fancy like Walker, yeah, absolutely. But if, if I could write or if I could do things like that, I, I would. And and I I mean he'll. I, I have some pop stuff and, you know, I'm all over the place, if you will. But my strengths are writing a writing something that's, that's going to be a little mm. more timeless. Yeah, there's a lot of depth to time. your songs. There's a lot well, of it just, depth. It takes a longer time for that kind of stuff to, to see a lot of day. John Party's that way. Eric Church was that way. It just, mm. uh, Ashley McBride's that way. It just, it takes, it, it they, they weren't overnight acts. It takes a label that's dedicated to them. It takes a team and some time yeah. and a lot of touring and, to really build that foundation and then it takes off. Do, do you think we're getting back to that though? Like I, I see this, like everything old is new again. And I'm seeing this kind of full circle moment in music too, but where now you have your, fi- everything's at your fingertips now, but at the same time, the cream rises to the top. I really believe like we are in that era where it's going to be about quality and talent and and. Like great songwriting. Do you are you of that fold? Yes, we speak that to the atmosphere in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. That's it. That's um, it. I think it's always evolving. I mean, people crave whatever is real, whether it's got a track loop behind it or whether it's got honky tonk fiddle. They just crave realness. Genuinity. Well, you are you are real a hundred percent, a hundred percent. 
Except a thousand bosoms, percent. But yes, thank you. Well, no, we ain't got there yet, so save those because <laughs> I have a question about the. Just tuck those away. We're going to bring them back out, okay? So we do this thing. <laughs> we do this thing every show because I, I just want you to understand I am a true big fan. I, I'm a sister. We're Georgia girls and all that, but I'm a fan of Hannah Dasher. So if any of y'all just Google her, go watch her TikTok, Stand By Your Pan, go download her music. It is absolutely empowering and exciting to see women like in large and in charge out there doing their thing. Okay. So we do this at every show. We do a thing called rapid fire questions. Wait, Kim, I'm going to break in. I'm going to break in before you do this. I want to do. uh What is that? What did it say? Okay. Let me just tell you what a Zach attack is. A Zach attack is something that's new to me and new to you. Just something random Zach wants to do that we don't know what it is. So (laughs) gird your loins. Okay. Okay. All right. So I thought it would be really fun because... I love you on TikTok and you're an amazing <laughs> oh, cook. No. So I'm going to give you each an ingredient and I want you each to tell me what you would make with it and why. All right. Okay. Not hard. Oh, it's Lord. Gonna be so, it's Where gonna are be, you going to do this? Now that she's going to. Oh, God. Okay. God gave you the looks, Ken. He gave me the cooks. <laughs> well, you you the full looks. of bird turd, honey. Have you looked in the mirror? All right. Ready? Let's, I'm going to start really easy with a Georgia peach. Oh. You George first, peach. Hannah. Well, guess I'm first. literally fixing to make peach cobbler. I don't stand by your pan. I'm filming that video when I get off of the uh, interview. Guys. When will that go guys? live? Because I need that. You know, I got a whole bushel of fresh peaches my friend brought from her family reunion. Do you? Yes. Oh, they're, they're just not getting ripe, too. It'll go live uh, this evening, I believe. Oh, I'll be making that. So I, what I'm going to do is just make her stand by your pen, peach cobbler. That's what I'm going to do with go. my peaches. There we go. I never make it the same way. But there's that peach ice cream. I'm going to grill some peaches on the grill, too, this week with some uh, probably marshmallow cheese or balsamic Now, have you ever had a peach sandwich? No. Okay. So my daddy used to do this. We used to do it with tomatoes. We'd do it with bananas, and he'd do it with peach. He'll peel the skin off of the peach. Ripe. Got to be riper than ripe. And turn a piece of white sunbeam bread orange. Yes. That's how ripe it's got to be. And you just do a layer of mayonnaise. Yes. And you lay them peaches out. And you have a peach sandwich, like a tomato sandwich, peach sandwich, banana sandwich. Yum. Y'all remember? I never had fried uh, peaches, but I bet a fried Ooh, peach let's do it. Be... Do stand by your pan. Do it. Do it. I'm, I'm writing this down. I've never right. fried peaches. Fried a peach. Fried peach, baby. Okay, go ahead, Zach. We're, right. I'm hungry. Ready? Mm-hmm. How about next we're going okra? Ooh! I just flat out boil my okra. I, the slimier, the better. I know that's weird. I love that. Do you do? Oh, oh, well, okra and tomatoes. So I'm having one of my a bass player, uh, one of my band members is coming over tonight for supper and he's bringing me a bunch of fresh okra. I've never pickled <sighs> okra, but I do love some pickled okra. So I'm going to try pickling <sighs> some. And uh, I like okra and tomato gumbo, okra and tomatoes mm. and rice. We eat a lot of rice in Georgia where we're from, especially on the coastline. So do you fry uh, or do you fry ever it? do a um, cornmeal? Uh-huh. I may try it in the air fryer. Any of y'all ever fried in the air fryer? I haven't. Let me know how that goes. Okay. I've never I'm done the air flour, Does the air fryer work? Mix. That seems like a gimmick to me. The air fryer is fantastic. No, really? I love the air fryer. Right. Love it. But you need to get a big one. Mm-hmm. I'm not endorsed by Paula Deans yet, but anyhow, but she makes the largest on the market. And to me, it's it's more practical because otherwise all the trays are so small and you have to like cook it in several batches and it just defeats the purpose <laughs> of doing it that quickly. Is it a, is it a bucket or is it the is the shelves? It's it's round like this. It's got a it's got one big drawer that comes out. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Air fryers saved my life with kids. Absolutely. Yeah. They're great. Wow. All right. I gotta get an air fryer. 
I can't believe you don't have one, Zach. I'll send you one. I seriously, I thought it was like a gimmick. I'm like, you know, fried no, Zach, you didn't Give me that oil. Give me that thing, fat. Honey. Just throw it in. It hurt you. Now, you got to get some Crisco. Remember, my grandmother used to cook little, just straight up lard. Just lard. Okay, go ahead. Fritos. Oh, he's so funny. Oh, <laughs> I make my squash casserole with Fritos. That sounds delicious. Mm -hmm. I crumple up instead of the Ritz crackers or like the yes. breadcrumbs on top. I just crumple up Fritos and put them on there. But you have That's to toss delicious. them in melted butter, melted butter, and yes, then put your and butter. Mm -hmm. Do you use uh, Sharp or Velveeta? What do you put in? Uh, I use cheddar. cheddar, extra cheddar. sharp. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yum. Onion, bacon. Yes, I don't do bacon. My husband's vegetarian. I know he's from the south, but it's like bless That's him, fine. Lord. I understand. I understand. I don't understand it. And I got to cook seven meals to get by it. But hey, you know. Bless it. God, see, you cook more than I do. Oh, <laughs> I don't yeah, want to. Fritos. I, I love the, I, I like the honey barbecue Fritos crushed mm. up and bread and like bread pork chop with it and fry it <sighs> in that way. It's actually Ooh. delicious. Okay. You know what else with Fritos? Now, this is totally just a, you know, run and gun, trash and burn type thing. But I um, used to work at the downtown at the Atlanta Mart and I would take Fritos. <sighs> And pour Hormel chili, heat it yes. up in the microwave, pour it over there. That's just, just, that's why I'm so dehydrated. Oh, gosh, all that sodium. That's <laughs> mm. so good. Mm -hmm. Okay. If I, could, if I could eat like that, if I could eat like I want to. Hannah, I wish I got, I'm, I, listen, I've got to lose weight as we're talking, but yeah. No, just, God, you look gorgeous. But it tastes so good. Eating's my same, vice. Same, I got music video coming out in September. We've already filmed it, but I'm always filming. I'm filming with a lot with the Circle Network, speaking of cooking. And uh, Wednesday, we're filming three, four more episodes with them. And so I'm always uh, mm -hmm. just trying to get camera ready. That's a good thing about quarantine last year <laughs> and having to be in front of the TikTok camera all the time. I thought, you know what? I don't like, if I don't like the angle, I can't keep manipulating the phone. I got to work on my <laughs> angle. Like I do it like this. I take my stuff like this. Hey, y'all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's holding her phone wave over here. Just, so just, like, just lay on the ground and do it. Okay, go ahead. Well, no, it's, yeah, you'd be amazed at like, like the front row, the front three rows at, at a show. Uh, <laughs> I mean, those are like, those are the most terrible pictures that I'll ever get back or see posted. And then in the meet and greet line, I always hear people say, oh, you're tiny. Like people that were sitting on the front of the rows. I mean, because like, I look like I look 200 pounds in those pictures. And then they're like, oh, you're tiny. It's always, oh, you, oh, you're tiny. And I know I, I'm not tiny, but. No, I love it. <laughs> don't you, and you you're like, is that a compliment or is it not? I don't know. Oh, I love it. All right. I'm gonna try to throw a curveball here. This is for this is for um, Travis. All right, tofu. Oh, I, uh, uh, just throw it in the garbage. <laughs> I'm out. Ooh, uh -uh. yeah. Uh, I've had it. Soybean just didn't do well for me. Do you like Do you like collard greens? Did you grow up on collard oh, greens? Oh my lord, oh, I love collard greens with ham hocks, honey. Yes, I'm a collard green. Okay. How about you, Zach? You eat collards? Oh yeah, I eat collard greens. Do I, you? Way to go. I learned to eat collard greens working on your TV show. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. He's he's three degrees of Southern based on you and me, Hannah. So keep going, Zach. All right. This is the last one. But okay. this one this one is very specific. And this okay. is because I, I actually learned a lot from a video, one of Hannah's videos on TikTok. So thank you. Oh. Mayonnaise. But specifically, you have to be really specific about your mayonnaise. It's because what I learned in the video is that each mayonnaise is different. Yes, well, that uh, you're right. I mean, like if you have a a picky palate, uh, like blue plate, I love blue plate. I love Dukes. I, I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, and I love Kraft mayonnaise. And like my deviled eggs, I prefer to make them with Kraft. I just prefer the taste. It's great. My chicken salad, 
it's a toss-up between Blue Plate and Dukes. My deviled eggs, Dukes. Uh, I don't know. If, if I'm eating a sandwich, like a ham sandwich or a bologna, I like my Blue Plate. I don't know. I just, I, I love I love mayonnaise. I love them all. I, I totally a thousand percent, percent agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mayonnaise on anything is good. Yeah, I don't feel like I eat as much mayonnaise as y'all do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's one thing I hadn't given up when I'm eating clean. I need to post. Ooh, I, I got to make, I'm going to make my skinny brownies again. Have y'all seen the skinny brownies recipe? No, what is that? Do tell. It's uh, like 64 calorie double chocolate brownies. No, mm. no, no. You need to give us that. Okay, good. Well, I, I was just, it's I called what, the skinny recipe br- twice. I'm, I'm, I'm fixing to, I'm going to do that again this week then because I've got to make them. They're my uh, they're my skinny brownies. I've just mm. come up with a recipe with like sweet potatoes and egg whites and Ooh. really good Dutch cocoa. But like they they don't taste like it. Your husband would eat them. Uh, well, will he eat eggs? He's vegetarian, not vegan. Yeah, well, he's not vegan. Yeah, I mean, he's good. like yeah, skinny bro. Oh, make that. Put that back on. I'm gonna I'm gonna go okay, dig around I'm for definitely, that. One. I'm definitely gonna do it. Betty, we're doing skinny brownies this week. Gonna stand by your pain. Do skinny brownies. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I might do a fried peach tacos. I might do like a, okay. Of the sandwich. okay. I might do, I'm going to write this down right with down. a cinnamon fried peach. I don't know. A fried peach sandwich sounds country as hell. I have to. It's true. I, I think like fried, fried peach peaches, tacos. fried peach tacos, wait, tacos of any kind. Okay. Keep going. What else are you going to do, girl? I'm writing it down so I won't miss it. I'm doing, so I got, oh, I'm doing peach cobbler tonight. Okay. Uh, I may try okra in the air fryer, but I'm going to experiment with it first or pickled okra. I can't decide. Hell, I'm trying to get, I've got the You're Gonna Love Me tour, uh, call it the tailgate tour, but I've are got you a coming to Georgia? Up, are so you coming through Georgia? I am. I'm coming to Eddie's Attic in Atlanta, September. Oh, honey, I love Eddie's. I'm writing it down. Come on, please. I can't wait to hug your neck. Sweetie, I'm going to plug it everywhere. Girls trip. Girls trip. Girls yes. Eddie's Attic. Okay, girls night. We'll let a few guys come if they'll behave. Yeah, let's do it. I love it. I'm Eddie's I'm Attic on September 26th. Yep. So oh, let's just go in. We have to let everybody know, Zach. I'll put on my social too. We, just, we need a girl. Thank, yes. Thank yes. you. I've not played Eddie's Attic before. So, uh, and, and they want oh, me it's, to. It's beautiful. So, well, I can't oh. wait. I can't wait. I'm excited to see my North Georgia people. And I definitely need to plug it as much as I can. I appreciate you doing that. Oh, my God. I'm going. We're going to get a girl's group and go. It'll be great. I love it. I love it. So we'll sweet. have church up in there. Okay. So I'm going to do yes. my rapid fire. All right, let's do it. So just the first thing that comes to your mind, Hannah, don't even think about it. Just let it okay. fly. Okay. People call you Hannah Dam Dasher. If you had to replace your middle nickname with something else, what would it be? My birth name, which is Hannah Christian Dasher. Oh, you go from Christian to damn hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, well, no, I don't know. I think that's hilarious. Okay, here we go. Who would you want to get trapped with on an elevator? Who? Oh heavens! Well, obviously, my my first my first thought my first thought was Brett Eldridge. Ooh, he's precious. Who else would be? Oh, you know what? Well, Mark's married now, but Mark, lead singer, uh, Midland, he's just darling. Oh, you know, a young Matt McConaughey. That's it. I mean, you didn't put that out into the universe, so you're gonna have to just let that come on back to you. I love love me some Matthew McConaughey. I do too. He's precious. All right, all right, all right. Damon Johnson, if he shaves his beard. Oh, you're not a facial hair person. I, I, I do. I like my short facial hair, but I okay. can't. I, you don't want all of this. Hair. I, I can't. I can't kiss a man that's got more hair than mine. Than yeah. I do. And I can't. I can't be with a man whose butt's bit, uh, smaller than mine either. That's a oh. rule. Mm-hmm. So he better. Really good rule. He better be have some junk in the trunk. All right, here we go. If you had to write a song about food, which food would it be? That's a good <laughs> one. 
Mm-hmm. Whatever would make me the most money. Let me think. <laughs> if I had to write a song steak. about steak. Uh, steak, right, right, right. Well, I mean, I have a song called Waffle House. We hadn't released that. Bam, bam. There you go. Oh, God, I'm so hungry for a pecan waffle extra crispy. All right. And just oh, just for my yum. southern credentials, I love Waffle House. Uh, bless there you heart. go, Zach. So Zach yes. came down and produced a show that we had, a reality show, my family and I. And um, ble- yes. I mean, he gained 30 pounds. Okay. <laughs> I bet he did. What's the most memorable moment you've ever had on stage, Hannah? Woo. Most definitely my Grand Ole Opry debut. Heavens, I cried. And obviously, I mean, it's just, it was, and the Opry staff has just been, so supportive of me mm. and uh, they any opportunity that they have they're calling me hey can you come be here can you do this Praise and it just means God. a lot they they just said hannah we, we feel like this place has been waiting on you oh hannah and so uh, isn't that beautiful oh isn't that beautiful so and and for my mother to hear that mom was in the room i got cold chills oh thank you but it just yeah it just it just it just gives me the fuel to keep plugging away to to the bigger stages but that is it be true my, my heart. that that place has this energy in it the spirit oh my in gosh it. the opry definitely does the ryman which is the first it's haunted in a really cool cool way it was a church originally and uh sometime when we're together i'll tell you the whole story how that came about because that was that's a really cool story but the ryman is uh obviously home to where all the the greats performed my first time going into the ryman I, uh, I had a dream about my grandfather who had passed away a year before. And this was like, this was back in 2007. I had tickets to go. I just moved to town. I, I was an intern. So I hadn't officially moved to Nashville, but I was interning up here. And I had a dream uh, about Papa. We were sitting there at the Farm Bureau place in Scriven County, Sylvania. And he were catching up. He had on his Liberty overalls and just catching up on old times. And he went to leave. And I said, Papa, guess where I'm going Thursday night? He said, I know I'm going to be there. And keep in mind, Papa had been gone for a year. So I walk into the Ryman for the first time, just as a fan, and I smelled his aftershave. I smelled Winston cigarettes. I was overwhelmed by, you know how people have their distinct smell. I was overwhelmed. And that happened the first two times I went into that building. It doesn't do it anymore. Anyways, but I've had friends who've had similar experiences. Call me crazy. Anyhow, but I just wept. I was just so overwhelmed. I just felt, I felt that. And some co-writer friends of mine uh, have witnessed Hank Williams' ghost. And uh, like, but only when Jimmy Dickens was around and he's I believe deceased that. now, but you know, he and Jimmy Dickens were best for Hank, Hank senior were best friends. And he literally has a picture. I'll show it to you. There is, there's an orb and it's in a white nudie suit with black music notes and a cowboy hat. And it's sitting in the middle. I know it sounds wild. No, there's, it doesn't. A, there's an energy. It's awesome. What's one thing people would be shocked to know about you, Hannah? I'm a twin. What? Oh, dang. There we go. Yes. Well, I mean, I, I may or may not lie about my age sometimes, and and she doesn't, and I just, that's the only reason I don't talk about it much, but I love my sister. She's absolutely precious. Are you fraternal or identical? Paternal. Paternal. Uh, married twin. She's got right-handed. I'm I'm left-handed, straight hair. You know, she has naturally perky big bosoms, and I paid for mine <laughs> when I, so there. Well, that was my last question. Are you boobs real so or that. not? <laughs> Dr. Harris and Miss Surgical Arts, I love them to pieces. Well, no, I've always, I've always wanted book. I started stuff in my bra when I was seven years old. Yeah, I've always yeah. just wanted big. I mean, I just, I wear bell bottoms because you know they're wider than my thighs, and I like big I hair because it's bigger than my Cherokee big jaw. And there we go. I just, well, wanted, I, I think boobs are pretty. They are, honey, and yours are perfect. You too, Zach. Oh yeah. 
Please. And by on. the way, that was a Zach question, not me. I'm just going to throw you under the bus right now. You want to throw me under the bus every time Clearly, we do Zach these. is a boob man, so he had to know. No, there I'm teasing. You go. There we go. Well, I had I had to I had to add something on that would compete with my behind. So anyway, even it out, even it there out. There we go. There we go. But this is the first for me. Can I just say it's the first for me that someone has actually done a shout out to their, their uh, the person to the doctor to the poop job. Y'all, my daughter, I love them so much. He he and his his he he drives an F two fifty. What plastic? Well, honey, does, does he that? do but face he, work? Does he do face work? Far as far as I know, yes, <laughs> absolutely, yes. Yeah, they I'll hit you up afterwards talks, for the but, number. I love oh my image article. They are the best people ever. He is just, he's great. He's a huge fan of coaching music. He's a huge fan of my career and <sighs> they've just been great to me. So I had to give him a shout out. All right, Hannah, I got one last quick rapid fire question for you. Will you sing us a song? <laughs> I sure would. All right. I love it. What you going to sing? I'll, I'll do the, uh, well, it's the focus track or one of the focus tracks from the half record we just released. Uh, you're going to love me. It's my oh, show opener too. So. One of my favorite. After cocktail number three, if that's you, you're gonna love. If you think Eastwood and Sam Elliott still got it going on, and Alan Jackson should have kept that blonde hair long. If I say play Chattahoochee and you don't disagree, if that's you. I can't wait. I can't wait to talk to you again and to meet you in person at Eddie's Attic and hopefully uh, see you again. Hug your neck. Zach, you too, Bubba. All right. right. Thanks, Hannah. Thank y'all so much. It was a pleasure. All right, Zach. She's one of my favorite Georgia peaches right there. Are you overworked, underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them? How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demedio simon And I'm Casey McDonald-Hosmer, and we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at mother up pot. That is fun. I love Hannah. I think she's just, she's out there doing her thing. She's chasing her dream. And, you know, she had a dream when she was a little girl. She's had to work. She's gotten fired. She's worked real jobs. She's, you know, done both at the same time and. That's that's what I believe. I believe if you work hard and you have a dream and you work it and you're flexible, anything and everything is possible. I do believe that. I believe that too. And I think it's like, I'm so glad that she's like, look, I've, I've been doing this for 11 years, right? And, and 
that is, I think everyone in our culture right now is like so impatient about like overnight yeah. success, overnight success. Oh, I put something out online and only six people liked it or whatever. Yeah. So I must not be doing it right. And like, no, that's not how it works. You gotta, you gotta put in the work, right? It was success is about sacrifice. And those mm-hmm. two things are synonymous. You have to have, and, and we talk about work, 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 and, I, and you have to work. If you are going to be successful, you are going to have to sacrifice. And that might be food, that might be relationships. I mean, you heard Hannah talk about having to really set that part of her life aside. Um, and she's all, you know, woman. And she, of course, she wants love in her life, but she set that aside to focus on. Like, uh, there's sacrifices that come along with success that we don't talk enough about. It's not likes. You know, Zach, like yeah. you said. And it's, it's work and it's hard, it's work, hard but, work. I mean, but, there's so it is many. work, but then you're going to have to sacrifice too. Like, it's just, you have to give up something to get everything. Right. You know? Right. And it's amazing. I mean, that's one of the things I really admire about you, Kim. It's like, I know so many people who are successful, who aren't even as like, close to as successful as you are, but like, you know, they're on their fourth divorce and they're not mm-hmm. happy and they're working well, a million hours and they're, you know, and it's just, you know, you're killing yourself for for what? Well, do you notice when Hannah was talking and she said her call? I thought that was a very, um, it's a word I use a lot. And, you know, you you hear that growing up in the church and in the South, you hear about this word, the your call. And basically what that is in a nutshell is purpose. And mm. to be able to recognize that at a young age, um, I knew I had a purpose at a young age. I didn't know what it was going to look like or what kind of form it was going to take, but I knew, and I think everybody knows that, Zach. I think deep down inside, everybody understands that they have a call. They have a reason for being here. It's not just to take up space, but it's to add to the space that we've been given. And so for me, that's why I do the podcast. That's why I do what I do is because I want everyone to be inspired by people like Hannah, people like the other guests that we've had on, myself, you, everybody, that, you know, you have a call. You have a call on your life. You have a reason for being here. And your biggest job is not to be a mom, not to be an accountant, not to be a podcaster, not to be a producer, or even a singer, songwriter. Your biggest job is to figure out what that is. Yeah. (laughs) And if you do that, success will chase you down. Press down, shake it together, and run it over, baby. Period. It will. That's really what it's all about. I mean, if you mm-hmm. can find it's, but it's about finding that. Like, how do you find that? That's the that? biggest job you got. How do you find it? It took me a long time to figure yeah. out for me. I think it takes a lifetime. I don't, I don't think it's ever, you don't ever reach the destination. As long as you're living, you're always evolving. And that call is getting larger and bigger and more impactful. Oh, that's, I love that. You know, I think about how I learn something every day, right? I learn something every mm-hmm. day. And I feel like the thing that makes me better is that I'm open to that, right? That I'm open to like, hey, look, I don't know everything. Right. 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 We don't. We're never going to know everything. But just knowing that you have a call is big. That's the first step. So many people just live and let life live happen to them. Yeah. I've never heard but, it put in those terms. So that's, mm-hmm. that's I'm really going to think on this now, Kim. I know, right? Steve. She's, yeah. she's, 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 it's inspiring to watch somebody like Hannah do what she's put on this earth to do. It's very inspiring. Yeah. And I think she's going to be huge. I can see it. I can see that, like, she has that thing, right? I want her to be. I'm rooting for her. She's the type of person we want out there 
you know, she's talking about work. She's talking about talent. She's talking about authenticity. She said being real. I think that's what we're all looking for. Yeah, it is. Okay. I'm getting ready to go fry you some okra and send it on. Have you ever had fried okra? (laughs) I don't want fried okra. Oh my god! In the air fryer, okay. though. Should I really buy an air fryer? No, I'm going to buy you one as soon as. Do not buy air fryer. I'm going to buy it. I'm writing. Look, I'm writing it down. Okay. Buy right. Zach an air fryer. Okay. All right. We'll see. Bless your heart. What are you cooking? Oh, my stuff. My stuff. You know what? I will tell you this. We or have an instant, so we use the instant pot. We use the instant pot all the time. Give an instant, instant pot. Instant pot's good. Okay, if love you like the Instant, Instant pot, pot, you're going to love the air fryer. So we have the Instant Pot. So You know the little <laughs> thing? You know the little weight that goes on top Mm-mm. of the Instant Pot? That, that like you're going to burn your the, hand off. Yeah. Okay. So let's just, the, the pressure out. So that went in the disposal twice. Twice. Okay. So literally yesterday, I, my wife was, was using the Instant Pot, and it starts, just steam starts pouring out of all the sure. sides. Yeah. And she was like, she was like, I had to turn it off and run out of the room. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's because that thing has been in the disposal a few times. But you know, when that, that that's relieving the pressure. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting your air fryer today. That I, I will, okay. it will be two day to your house. Kim, if I explode, no more, that's why. No more Instapot for you. Hands off Instapot. <laughs> Frying for you from now on. That's it. Okay. Perfect. To check out Hannah Dasher's new half record, go to Apple or anywhere you download your favorite music. She's got a new, she sang a little bit for us. You're going to love me. And she's got, uh, and she's got another single called Girls Call the Shot. That one's so good too. So check her out. Um, also, if you're in Atlanta, that's September 26th. Meet us at Eddie's Attic. Let's go have fun and, and cheer on Hannah Dasher and sing and have some, have some fun. Zach, wish you could go. Or, oh, you can always, you know, find her on TikTok. Stand by your pan, Hannah Dasher. You won't want to miss that. So many good recipes and so much fun. See ya. Bye. Kim. Kim. LOL with Kim Gravel is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Theme music by Taco Pella. Guest booking by Susie Munson. Mixing and mastering by Zach T. Fell of ZTF Studio. Production help from Patrick Maciel. If you love the podcast, share it with a friend and make sure to leave us a great review. Thanks, y'all.